This is your mind, this is your life, this is your time, this is your life, this is your mind, this is your world. Today I have an amazing guest who will share with you more strategies on how to nourish yourself and energize yourself and reframe your perspective with Sweet Talk. I want to introduce Crystal Stretching. She is an inspirational speaker, author, and I met her on Periscope, I guess, a couple of years ago, and I was really drawn to her message. You see there, back there in her board, it says, you are enough. But I feel like we don't really believe that and we don't really embrace that. And she really embodies that entire message. So I'm so happy to welcome you to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm very happy to be here. Very happy to be here. So tell me about your story. Like, how did you get into um, inspirational speaking, and um, what what drew what you know what made you think that this is something that you have to share with the world? Yeah. So so it, it was definitely a drawing. Um, it wasn't planned. It wasn't something that I sat down and said, you know, I want to be a speaker. Or I want to do this thing. I was always really creative. Um, even as a kid, I liked art and music and different things. Um, so I always set my hands into some kind of project. Um, people know me for that, you know, whether it's, you know, some community project or if I were on in, you know, an organization in college or even, you know, high school, I kind of, you know, just went with, you know, here's another project or here's another thing to do. So I wouldn't say I planned it out. Um, I think, your callings may ne may not necessarily be planned. I think we have our plans and things <laughs> that we think we're gonna do, <laughs> which is really funny. I'm really thinking of like my younger self being like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna have this, and this is what it's gonna be like." And this, is, um, but for me, it it it, it was um, my experience. Um, I think the things we're most passionate about are things that really. Um, they, they hit us internally in a, in a, in a place that's really not explainable. Um, so for me, when I was in high school, I had a moment where I um, got really depressed. Um, so I grew up in a uh, traditional, I'm from Mississippi, so I'm in the Bible Belt state um, in this area um, on the coast. So I grew up in this really traditional family structure of um, my family was Christian, um, and first were Pentecostal and then kind of moved into a non-denominational church. And so I had this um, really early structure um, really early on that told me that I always need to like let my, um, don't even let my evil be, my good be evil spoken of. So it was thing of, this thing of always putting up this, I call it a front sometimes, but just like the perception. You wanted people to always think you were doing good and um, that things were good. Um, that kind of, set up. I understand it to some degree, but what it doesn't allow for is discussing things that are hard sometimes. Or um, because we were in church, my mom just thought, well, they know what's right. So they're not going to struggle like we did because they know the way they have it figured out. So high school years were really difficult. So feeling like I couldn't talk to um, anyone about things that I went through and also feeling like, um, 
you know, feeling like I couldn't talk to anybody and also feeling like that what I was going through was wrong or dirty or bad to some degree. It, it, I really internalized a lot of that. So in high school, went through a lot of depression and um, just felt so out of, out of touch. I didn't feel like I even belonged to my family at times. I would watch movies like Matilda and she like was in this family and they didn't get her and she read books and they wanted to sit in front of the TV and then she had these magical powers. And I felt drawn to that story because I felt that way sometimes. Like, how did I get plopped here? Like, I don't feel like I match my family or I'm trying to do everything they're telling me to do or I'm even trying to do this church thing right to my abilities. But there was just parts of me that just felt, I don't know, like a little rebel or like the black sheep of the family. And, and I wasn't even bad per se. I didn't rebel really hard, but I just thought differently, yeah. um, plain and simple. I, it, so it made me feel weird. So this culmination of all of these feelings going through your adolescence years, you're, you got hormones coming, <laughs> you got all these things happening, you're transitioning and then you don't have anyone to talk to. Um, it, it really brought me to a place where I was like a latchkey kid and I would come home and have like an hour to myself um, before my parents came home. Um, and at times it was good. I got to express myself and be me. And it kind of was like my little haven. Um, but at other times I was alone with my thoughts and I would find myself spiraling a little bit about how much, you know, I didn't fit in and, you know, would it be better if I just weren't here? And so I, I went to those phases of feeling suicidal. Um, one distinctive moment, I remember sitting in um, the front part of our house in this room and there was a, a window and I was looking out of it. Um, then I went to my dad's room and fumbled around in some of his stuff and brought back a razor blade. And I sat there for a while looking out the window and, and it's clear as day to me, like I can see out the window. Um, and I really thought for a really hard time Maybe I just, maybe the best way to, to feel better is to just not be here anymore. Um, and I tried to cut myself a little bit and I just, I couldn't do it. And I cried and it was a really hard time. And I put the razor blade back away and nobody knew about it. Wow. No one, no one. Again, hmm. on the outside, people thought I was thriving. I was doing well in school. I went, I went to church, everything appeared good but I was tormented inside, hmm. feeling like I wasn't myself or being myself or what was that, you know? And, and so for me, when you ask about like, how did you get into speaking? I'm saying all this to, to, to make, you know, everyone aware of that. It didn't feel like a choice to me. It felt like I had to, yeah. um, when I speak, um, when I'm, in, in anything that I do, because I don't isolate it to just speaking or being on social media or, you know, putting out something. I see myself, that younger self, when I'm talking to people, when, I, when I'm out, and, and I don't ever want anybody to ever feel the way that I felt, yeah. you know, because I know now, no, I don't feel that way. No, I don't feel like it would be better if my presence wasn't here anymore. I don't feel like I'm weird anymore. Well, I kind of do, but I think it's awesome that I'm weird. <laughs> I embrace all my quirks um, and there's nothing wrong with that. So for me, the message, you are enough, you know, I put this stuff everywhere because I needed it. I needed someone to tell me. And so for me, I just, I really just want to be that for other people. 
I want to reflect the good when they have long days and they feel isolated or they don't feel understood or they're trying really hard at life and it just seems like they just can't get it right. In all those times where, where they feel like that, I just, I just want to be one person in the world that's saying, I see all of you, like all of you, the crappy parts, all of it, like how many times you mess up. And, and I still think you're amazing. I still think that you are enough. I think that you came into this world with everything. Um, and, and so that's what it's about for me. Wow, that's so beautiful. And, you know, thank you for sharing that story. Because that really, like, I could see that picture of me when I was 15 years old. I think that's just a weird age. We all yeah. like, why am I in this family? Like, I don't really belong to them. Yeah. So, um I was Matilda, I'm telling you. I, I was waiting for the powers to come in. I was like, they're gonna come in any moment. I'm gonna realize I was given this gift and there's a reason I'm here, you know. <laughs> and here they are. Now you have your superpowers. You're helping people see that they're enough. Yeah. <laughs> so when did you start coaching exactly? And I mean, like, kind of describe how that first client came. Was it kind of like the same kind of thing? Like someone came to you and they were like, you know, Crystal, this is going on for me and whatever, and you're and and it just happened, or did you like plan that? Well, I never took the role of a coach. Um, those kind of things always seem to fall in my lap. I'm more of a creative. I've always done graphic design and things of that nature. Um, so social media and marketing things like that were just kind of a second um, nature to my degree that I had in advertising. And so honestly, I literally just got in my car on the way to work at an advertising agency that I was working at. And I started doing positive affirmations. They were a part of my daily practice. Okay. And I just thought, well, I'm sure somebody else is going to work and they'd love to get like, quote unquote, pumped up in the morning or feeling better about their day. So I literally would mount up my phone. I bought this little car mount. I would mount it, stick it in there. And I would just do what I normally do by myself, but it'd be like all these people joining in and it, it wasn't a plan. It wasn't, I'm going to be a coach. Um, and honestly, if I, I've struggled about that because people, people like introduce me as like a healer or a teacher or a coach. And, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I didn't, I've never really felt like I was a coach or a teacher. Um, I understand it, but for me, again, it was just always wanting to help people. It wasn't about um, entrepreneurship at that point. So naturally, um, just having a platform and, and speaking to people, you know, people would just, you know, ask me, you know, how did you do this? Or can I talk to you? Um, so I actually never turned that into a profitable business as far as coaching. I've never taken on someone and said, you know, there was a fee for this or anything like that. I do most of my um, business, I guess you would say, uh, when I'm speaking or when I'm a part of other people's programs and things like that. But it's never really been about that for me. Um, but it, it was a natural progression to answer your question. It was organic. Um, and, I, and I think that's beautiful. I've been a part of masterminds and classes that are like, what do people ask you for? You know, like without you going out and marketing yourself and putting out, you know, this is who I am. What do people naturally come to you for? And, and most of the time, people DM me or friends I've had, they call or they text me or they Facebook message me and they're like, I have this idea or I have this dream or well, what do you think about it? Or can we just talk for a little bit? And so that's just a natural thing that's always happened where people want to 
you know, just chat with me. And for me, I'm sharing in their dreams. I'm just here to reflect. That's a great idea. You can do it. Um, God, I actually had a woman message me the other day. We sat down um, maybe a year or two ago, probably a year and a half ago. And it was the same thing. She reached out, you know, I see everything you're doing. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's meet up. So I actually went out of town and met with her and everything. And we sat and we talked and I think people just need that sometimes like a person who is supporting them, yeah. um, seeing them for who they are. And then she messaged me maybe a month ago and she, she is flourishing in that idea that she had now. And, and that's amazing. But again, like, I don't, I don't see it as like a business per se. It, it's just, it's just what I want to do for people. It's just who I am, I guess, you know? Yeah. That's so beautiful. That's, you know, it's really great to, to be like, a light for people in the world right and like yeah. you're saying like a sounding board and a lot of times that's really what's going on we spend a lot of our lives especially women like pushing it all down right yeah. and keeping up that facade you know like i have to be whatever it is for your you know community mm -hmm. and never self-actualizing so you really help people to self-actualize and that is I guess it sounds like it's more of a gift to you, right? As yeah. well as it is a gift to them. Yeah, it's everything to me. I just tweeted this the other day. I have these, these punches in my gut and I'm actually vibrating and feeling it now. In moments like this, I realize it is everything to me. Like, um, uh, I don't know if it's a motherhood, um, but or if I'm just getting older and my parents are getting older, but I start thinking about life from a long-term perspective. Like, you know, at some point, you know, my parents may pass away and, you know, it'll be me. And, um, and then like, what would my, what am I passing down to my son? I think more of a legacy, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, and I think about my life and I, and I think, you know, the, when I'm no longer here, what's going to be left behind um, and sometimes I even think about recording things just because I want things put out there. I don't want this to ever die because it, it is literally every, it is literally everything to me. It, it, and these moments really remind me of that. It's everything. It, it is everything to, um, and on another note, I, I feel like we're connected. You know, I, I don't, I know it's hard sometimes in a, in a world that feels very divisive right now <laughs> and there's all these sides and I'm from Mississippi. So you can imagine, you know, um, people that we, we went to school together, all of a sudden, you know, there's all these different views and people are looking at each other sideways and things. Um, but, but to my core, like I, I genuinely believe, you know, we're all interconnected. Um, so I, I don't, I don't think that it's, it's just, um, I think we're meant to uplift and help each other evolve. You know, um, one thing I tell my son is what you do to someone else, you do it to yourself. You know, if you're out there spitting out hatred and saying this, you might as well be, re that's returning to you. Maybe you don't feel it right now, but, but you have to see the world like that. And it's hard, but in that sense, you do want the best for other people. Cause it's just like, if it's, if it were you, it's an extension of you, you know, we're in this together. We only get better when we uplift each other. You know, this crab and barrel mentality doesn't help anybody when we're pulling each other down, but somebody made it on top. What is that? Did, what, what does that mean? But again, when you leave, what is your legacy? 
what, it, what, what comes behind you, what is the, the domino effects that you've put in place that, you know, the world can progress or you've spread more love, or you spread more peace into the world. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I lived a lot of my, actually all my elementary through high school years in Atlanta. So I know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> so, but now, you know, I'm in Washington, DC, which isn't much better to be honest. Um, but what I like about you, what you said most of all is as women, we really suffered that crab in the barrel mentality. But I'm seeing, you know, more and more women like you that recognize that that's not going to get us anywhere. And I will take it a step further and say that, like you brought up, you're a mother, right? So we're the teachers of the next generation. So that's like a huge responsibility. So yeah. what are we teaching our sons and our daughters? Are yeah. we teaching them that we're, you know, it's just me on the planet and I'm above everybody else? And, or are we teaching that we're all connected and my good is your good, my wealth is your wealth? And on a deeper level, what I even talk about with people is that energy, right? It, Like you were saying, it ricochets back to you because literally – when you're hateful with someone, it actually, you know, we have a lot of cancer in the world now. And mm. there have been studies that prove that, you know, there is like an energy center in your digestive tract, right? And that is where you, you keep all your hate and anger. Mm. So a lot of the illnesses we have, like physical illnesses, are a result of our behavior and our choices, you know? So... Yeah, it's a, it's a scarcity mentality. Um, I heard, I overheard some people talking, um, about like their competitor or something and, and, and they're, and I get all that. I played sports, I get competition, I get naturally how we, we do that, but I don't know. It seems like we're so concerned about what everybody else is doing sometimes, or we stroll through Facebook or Instagram and we're like, you know, somebody else is shining and we feel diminished so quickly. It, and it's like a scarcity mentality. You know, when you, when you come from a place of lack, that is how you think it's very, a very fearful mentality where you're trying to survive, you know, and you're, you're thinking everybody else is a detriment to your own being, you know, like if, if that person's shining, then there's not enough light for me. If that person made it, or if their business is thriving, I have a similar idea. Now I can't, you know, I can't do well in the world. And it's a, it's a scarcity mentality, you know, abundance thinking says there's enough for everyone. Um, when you think abundantly, you don't see lack in the world. Um, you, you feel this sense of always being taken care of and that my resources is in, in it's, you know, um, it's like an infinity pool. It is constantly flowing. There is not this time where it's going to have an off switch. So I have to gather up and be prepared. It, and it's really interesting. And a lot of that, again, is just fear. You know, we even talked about things being divisive. That's fear. It is. Fear, you know, if something changes, my existence doesn't matter as much anymore. And it's, and it's false, but, but I get it. We're human. We're scared of change. Um, we feel like we need to survive. Um, but, but, I, but I'm with you. I feel like if we, especially as women, we come together and we recognize that, you know, because your light shines, it doesn't mean, you know, mine's diminishing. It's like her light shining. 
that's amazing. I can shine too. We shine brighter when we're all burning this, this, you know, at this level or vibrating at this frequency, if you will. Yeah. I, I, um, what was it? There was a woman that I met, we were like in a mastermind some years ago mm -hmm. and she just posted on her Facebook yesterday that she has gotten to a point where she like actually made like five figures in a week. Mm -hmm. And I celebrated her. I was like, whoa, and I know you, like I know a real celebrity. I'm so happy for you, you know? <laughs> and, you know, that's what I genuinely felt. I was like, wow, I know somebody that is like doing awesome stuff. And I think that should be the automatic response anytime we see someone doing well, right? Because guess what? If someone's doing well, there's a possibility for you mm -hmm. to do better. Absolutely. And not only that, like you were saying with the abundance, there's like is it like 7 billion people in the world? I mean, I'm just saying like seven, I mean, like if I'm going to tell you this week I got slammed, you know, like people, you know, were like, Oh, I need an appointment with you. I'm like, um, you know, I'm one person. I have a friend that can probably help you. No, it has to be you. We could never handle that much. Yeah. <laughs> you can't, you just can't. So, um, yeah, people need to really realize that. So I guess without me even asking the next question, that was it. I was like, well, what are some of the challenges you've had as a woman in business? Well, I think we just covered that. <laughs> Is there oh, any yeah. Yeah, and just not feeling enough in yourself, um, which is what my message directly speaks to. Uh, and, and it's not to shame anybody who goes through those natural emotions of feeling like, you know, what am I doing? Because if we're talking about women in business, I've had several conversations, especially with close friends that do like these exact same things. They, they're in the spiritual world, but they're entrepreneurs and they're, we, we have all these conversations. And the one thing that we talk about is, you know, that feeling that you can have when you are strolling through and you go, what am I doing? You know, <laughs> why haven't I launched yet? Or like for me, I have like so many things written down for so many books that need to be put out and, and we put pressure on ourselves and we feel like I'm not doing enough or, you know, we thought we did well. And then somebody does launch this, you know, seven figure or something, or, you know, in so many days, and then we just feel inadequate compared to it. It's natural. It's not to say that you won't go through those feelings or you won't have those doubts. You know, I think we're always works in progress. We're always like the work is never done like that. That was the best thing I ever learned because I, I, my first go around, I was like, I've discovered it. I found peace from now on to infinity. My, my life is going to be joyful. It's never going back the other way. <laughs> and then my face is like planted in the mud and I'm like, what in the world? So, so I think that's really important to be said and has my message has actually evolved more towards compassion towards yourself and others um, for being human. You know, I, we're so hard on ourselves. Um, and saying I am enough is not when you are at the peak of whatever it is that you're doing and everything is going right. I, I struggled this morning with my son. He was refer refusing to get ready. Um, he was refusing to go to school. We were, we were at odds. It felt so bad. And, and that's okay. It, it, it's not to say like, you know, you're less than because you're struggling or, you know, when you're in the mud, when you're in the crap and you're, and you're going through it and you don't feel enough in yourself and, and it just feels like a really crappy day, you know, or, or moment, 
you know, in those moments is where I'm, I'm more so saying you are enough. Like it's, it's great when you're doing well and my son is, you know, listening and we're all cohesive and everything feels peaceful and, oh, we just got this client or, oh, this thing just went well and everything's going, I just got paid, you know, it's easy to be on that ride and be like, yeah, I'm enough. I'm amazing. I'm awesome. You know, I'm a, I'm a wonder woman. It's when you're like, <laughs> kids aren't listening. You're late for school. You know, your shirt, favorite shirt has a hole in it. <laughs> you know? The client you thought you had dropped last minute. It's in those moments. Can we, can we show ourselves compassion? You know, can we love ourselves where we are at all times, love ourselves where we are? Um, and that's the moments that I think we need to work on most and, and, and be okay with, you know, struggling, be okay with knowing that things aren't always going to maybe be at this high peak. It's possible, but don't beat yourself up when it's not happening. Don't beat yourself up when business isn't going like you planned, you know, don't beat yourself up when you have negative thoughts, just be aware of them, separate from them and, 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 and recognize that you are not this moment. Um, that's one of the most powerful things I ever realized was um, I've actually done exercises where I've put myself in um, some ge um, sacred geometry space where I'm in this pyramid and I take my most stressful thing. And I think I learned this from somewhere on Mind Valley and I put it away in a pyramid and it is away from me. Mm -hmm. And just the visual of that going, that's that and this is me. I am not this problem I'm going through or I'm not the stress from work you know, I'm, I'm me. Yes. <laughs> I am not my thoughts that are happening right now while I'm spiraling out of control. <laughs> um, and, and I think in doing that, you don't take it on as your identity. Those moments pass, those thoughts pass. You can always pick it back up if you need to address it. But, um, but yeah, those little, those little moments of compassion, they're so important. So don't beat yourself up. <laughs> I like that, that you said, you know, basically like, as you reach what you think is success, you're still evolving and you're still gonna have those days with your face down in the mud. That is something that we just don't, you know, it doesn't click for us. We don't realize that. And then we feel like, wait, I'm successful. Why is my face in the mud? You know, and that's where, you know, all those negative, um, you know, that negative inner chatter gets added again. So that's really powerful. Let's talk about some strategies. So you gave one there at the end. So what are some other strategies that you use? One of my most powerful ones was when I first um, recognized inner peace, all these inner things that were already here and they're not in all my things. <laughs> um, I had to move back home with my parents, with my son when he was two. And I went from being independent and having my own place to literally like stripping down to nothing. Um, and literally, like I, I didn't have hardly any money to my name. I had like three pairs of pants. I switched out shirts. Um, I was in this discovery phase. So one time I was walking outside and for me, outside is everything. Um, find your thing. Um, when I start feeling joyful when I'm doing something, I take mental notes or even write them down because sometimes things are different from us. You know, dancing may be a trigger for me or certain music that gets me in a certain space for you. It may be walking outside but I was walking outside and I saw these trees and they were huge. And, you know, somebody was cutting lawn, the lawn outside and, you know, just animals and things. And I'm just walking and it's breezy. My hair is tied up. I look a hot mess. I'm in a t-shirt and one of those three pants I told you about. <laughs> 
And I literally feel like I literally have nothing, right? I'm not successful. I'm not out doing it. You know, if I went back to homecoming or a reunion, I'd be like, they'd be like, what are you doing, Crystal? And I'd be like, finding myself in my <laughs> house, you know? <laughs> so it didn't look great on paper, but there was these moments where I would just look for things that were working, look for things that did make me feel happy. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that and you look for, the joy, you look for, um, you know, the gratitude list. And it's probably been said over and over again, but it's, it's so good in shifting your perspective on things when you can seek things that are good. You know, for instance, my son cutting up on me this morning, but he's healthy. And when I do that, I, I have to do that sometimes because I'll spiral out too and be so frustrated. And I'm like, but he's healthy and we're so blessed and we have, you know, a roof over our heads and my parents are living and we get to enjoy time with each other and watch a movie or do something fun. And it brings you back to a different perspective where you're not sinking into that negative space. So that's huge. You know, the littlest things you'll come down to, I'm breathing. (laughs) And that's amazing right now because somebody's not, you know? So that's, that's a huge thing for me. Um, Another one is, Um, I love to have reminders for myself throughout the day. Um, I start with um, one goes off in the morning and it says, what is calling to you or what is calling you? And I give myself time to just sit and really go, what do I feel led to? Because I think we get really busy. And for me, especially for what I, what I do in the world, I don't want to get to this place where I'm, I'm, I'm just in the hustle and bustle and I'm not taking time to make sure I'm doing things that are inspired. So for me, I go, what's calling me? And then one in the middle asks ask me, have you served today? Mm-hmm. And uh, then it brings me back to, okay, have I done something of service? That's not, did I, you know, get a client? Did I, you know, did my social media campaign go off well? <laughs> you know, it, it's what have I done to put into the world today? Mm-hmm. And that could be something very simple. It could be for myself. It could be I rested today and I needed that love. Yes, I served today. Um, it could be someone was, I was late for work, but somebody wanted to talk to me about something at the gas station, but I sat there with them a little longer, you know, whatever that is. And then at night it says, so how did you serve? And in that moment, I recap something from the day and I go, yeah, I did serve. I did this. Or, you know, I text my mom. I love her. Or I sent a friend a heart on Facebook or whatever it was. Um, and then um, a good nighttime routine that also pops up on my phone is listing out um, ways that like I appreciate myself, like mm. ways that I'm valuable. So I, I had to do this for myself because I am a worker bee. I'm ambitious. And if somebody didn't, if there weren't structures in place, I might literally be in front of my laptop 24 hours working. I, I can get like that. And so for me, I um, can find myself in moments and probably a lot of women listening where they feel like they didn't do enough in the day. Like, what did I get done? You know, so at the end of the night, you'll like beat yourself up for everything you didn't do. And then you'll take that stress into the night with you and go to sleep. And you're always in that like, I'm late and I got to get this done. And my list never gets crossed off. And so for me, I had to start actively making myself again, how did I serve? That puts me in a good head space of what did I do? And then I go through values of myself. So I'll, I'll, um, my son gets so annoyed with this alarm that goes off every night. 
<laughs> There's this little alarm that goes off. And in the, that moment, I got to say, how do I value myself? And I've done it for probably a year now or more, but I need that sometimes to remind myself that I am valuable. Um, I'm, a, I'm a good mom. I'm, I love my child. You know, I'm a, I was a good friend today. I really value how goofy I am and how I just love to laugh about the most inappropriate, silly things. <laughs> and I love that about myself. So those are things that, I, that are like little things you can incorporate, you know, day to day. There's all these huge practices that you can do, but those are like little things that just keep me from, you know, tilting completely over and going completely left. Um, so yeah, and then my favorite things to do in the morning with my son when he's, again, not annoyed with me because he's just like, all right, mom, I know I am worthy. I am love. <laughs> I said my affirmations. Can I go now? <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I'm like, really? Um, but I do affirmations, um, throughout the day. I, I'm a, I mean, look, you, you can just yeah. see, like, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those junkies that I, I collect things. <laughs> I have stuff around me. My notebooks say stuff. Everything is constantly pointing back and reminding me of goodness. I have artwork, you know, I, I'll write to myself throughout the day. Um, affirmations are a big part of, of, of making sure that I stay in that space of I am enough. Um, so especially driving to work, I'll play music and I'll just kind of talk to myself, you know, um, I think you have to give yourself evidence sometimes of what you're saying. Um, so instead of just saying like, I am enough, I am worthy, I am beautiful, um, I am strong. I ask myself, why, why am I strong? You know, show yourself why, because sometimes you don't believe those first lines. You're like, yeah, I'm enough. Sure. <laughs> I'm beautiful. If you say so. Um, so it, it, it supports it and it, it makes it um, stick stick a lot stronger when you give that evidence and then you feel it a lot better. Like, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a good mom. Why are you a good mom? I love my son. I will do anything to make sure his dreams are realized. I, I, you know, I take time out to, you know, make sure he's clean every day, <laughs> just whatever, you know, because um, I could totally not do that and be lazy. <laughs> I love you enough to make sure you're healthy. Um, but yeah, you know, go further. Ask yourself why. Um, give yourself that evidence. Um, and, and it really transforms your thinking and your mindset. And that's the biggest thing is switching your perspective. Because it's not that you're, you're gaining necessarily new qualities. You're uncovering beauty that's already within you when you do things like this. You're like jolting that part of your body, that system that knows you, you know, that's like, yes, this resonates. And, and it's that reminder and you connect with it. The more you do that, it becomes your foundation. It becomes your truth. You know, other things can't rattle you as much because you know who you are. Um, and that's already within you. That is already in you. There, there's nothing out there that you're seeking to bring into your space you're seeking to let go of the things that have distracted and weighed you down to uncover the beauty that is already there. Wow. These are like the most powerful strategies I think I've ever heard. And it, they're so simple. You're so right. It's like the small, little bitty insignificant stuff, right? You got to do it because, you know, we, we live in, in this world and, it, and it, it's so we're, we're, we're overwhelmed with all kinds of stuff, content and it's constantly lights, everything. It's yeah. constantly coming at us. 
um, the little things have helped me more so than these big deep dives. Those are amazing, you know, going off and doing something or gosh, for me, yoga, when I can get there, I can be there all day. But these little things are the things that I can realistically constantly have for myself. Yeah. The lifeline. That's, that's what we really need. And I like the um, give yourself evidence piece. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, we can, I guess that's really the purpose of the gratitude journal, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's supposed to be the evidence, but I, I would say that at least for me, I've been guilty of just listing out things like mm -hmm. I'm breathing, I have a house, you know what I mean? <laughs> I completed my list. I'm done. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did not, it. Not the real evidence, yeah. right? Like I'm a good mom because my daughter asked for me and I stopped what mm -hmm. I was doing and I sat and I listened with full attention. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that, that evidence piece, that makes a big difference. And you said something else. Oh, just the fact that you set up those reminders. Mm -hmm. Did I serve today? Right. Mm -hmm. And, and checking in with your values, right? Those, yes. Yeah. Because a lot of times we forget who we are and what mm -hmm. we believe because of all the noise. Right. Mm -hmm. And Absolutely. we have to really revisit that day and at the end of the day that's a good time yeah and you have to get to know who you are because the one thing um as i've evolved in this position to you know put light into the world i used to be more hardcore advice like because it worked for me this is what you do and this is how you do it and i and, and i've learned to realize as as people we are so <laughs> we're, we're just, we come in such variety you know everything doesn't resonate with everyone. And, and, I, and it's beautiful because I've come to embrace and love more the different perspectives that people have and how they approach things. So um, I, I think it's a journey to get to know who you are. I, I literally had to go, what makes me feel happy and what makes me smile? And, and it sounded so silly because I'm like, I'm 20 something, I'm 30, like, I don't know this by now. And when I sat down and actually made it like I'm writing down things I like, I was really surprised at like how much either I didn't know <laughs> or I really like things and I would look at my life and go, these aren't incorporated anywhere in my life. Yeah. Like I love to dance. Like if I didn't play basketball, I'm tell, I always tell my mom, you should, you put me in dance. I would have been dancing. I love dancing for no reason. It's just something <laughs> I love to do. So I would literally, and this is my favorite example to give, because we think of like spiritual practices as like woo-woo and all these things, and I need to be like charging my crystals and like <laughs> meditating and stuff. Like my, my most amazing times is when I put on some music and when I was working more from home, I, I go make like a sandwich and like, I don't know, I'd have like Notorious B.I.G. in the background or a juvenile or something, and I'd just be dancing and enjoying myself for my break, you know? Yeah. And that little insert of like fun for me, that that does something for me. It keeps me in this spirit, like, but that's different for everyone. Yeah. So that's why it's really important for you to go through and say, you know, um, it, it's awareness. Awareness is key. When you start realizing things that light you up and things that make you feel like something about that doesn't vibe with me, you start really tapping back into that internal guidance system that will allow you to cultivate 
what the practices are, you know, what, what, what helps you and what serves you. Um, and that's beautiful because I love when you're kind of self-guided in a sense where you're not clinging to one man or one person to, you know, tell you what to do with your life. You have now tapped into, um, again, what, what's already there and, and realized, okay, for me, you know, I need to sit still in meditation for 20, you know, 20 minutes a day in the morning. That's awesome. Um, maybe it's for you. You just like sitting back and like looking outside for a little bit, whatever those things are, you know, you have to go through and figure that out for yourself, but it sticks harder when you're doing stuff that you love. Don't follow my path and go, I'm going to do everything Crystal does. And then like, I'm going to find what she finds. It may not work for you. That's right. That's right. Finding who you are. That's, mm -hmm. All, that's where the self-acceptance and the self-awareness comes in, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So do you have any upcoming events or anything? Where people Not anything nationally. I've been doing a lot of things locally. Um, probably in the fall, I might have some speaking engagements that I'll do that are more outside of Mississippi. But if you're in Mississippi, you can surely... Um, <laughs> look up some things that I'm doing here, but if you um, connect with me on social media, I'm at C scratch on everything. Um, yeah, I post things that I'm doing, but um, the things that I love to give um, and that I'm going to start doing more of is these little reminders. So um, like right now there's like a little freebie that I have um, that I listen to. Actually. <laughs> um, they're just, they're just um, audios of me you know, reminding you, giving you that little reminder. Um, something people always said was something about how you talk and say, I am enough. I believe it when you say it. Yeah. Um, so I pay attention to that and I'm, I am busy and I can't do as much as I used to do. So I'm like, well, let me make this library of audio. So it's like, my girlfriend was actually having a hard time one day and she's like, you know, Crystal, tell me I'm enough. Like literally she just reached out. I need it right now. Like I really need to hear that. And I was like busy and I like sent her a link and was like, listen to it here. <laughs> Here's a SoundCloud link. Um, but we need that. We need those little reminders. So, so that's my little offer, but um, yeah, I mean, just connect with me and I'm always spreading as much love as I can in the, in the world. So. Yeah, I saw that. I, I was like, Oh, she has a SoundCloud. How awesome. I was listening to that right before this too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a great reminder. So then, like, if we set up our alerts for reminders, we can just attach it to the SoundCloud then, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's the one thing I love about social media. So I do social media marketing for a magazine company that's local that celebrates women, which I love. I've merged my creativity and my passion to inspire. How awesome is that? Thank you, universe. So awesome. But, um, but I... Um, for what you were saying, like setting the alerts and listening to the links, what I love about social media that is positive besides the noise is you get to curate, you know, whatever you want that to be. You know, people are like, social media is so negative or, you know, when I go on there, it's like this and I'm like, well, then you can change your feed. It That's doesn't have to be that. When I go on social media, I got quotes coming at me. <laughs> I got meditation challenges coming at me. I just see people, I follow people that literally take pictures of nature all day. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> one girl posts like water, like she's by water all the time. And I'm like, ah, like, you know, you can curate that. So yeah, you know, take from me, take from another person, you know, make your little, um, if you want to call it a little survivor kit or something emergency kit, 
Yeah. Um, I have go-to playlists on YouTube where I'm like, ah, oh, Brene Brown, I need yeah. it right now. Or Yala Benzai, I'm, I need to do my work, get on to me or whatever that is, you know, like, um, uh, I guess in all of this, it, it, it's your journey and it's your life, you know, take, an, take a proactive role in that, you know, you don't have to do what has been done from, you know, up until this point. I, I get how that feels. Again, I came from a traditional background where I was told what the truth was, what the way was, and how you worshiped and how you did everything, you know, and now on the other side of that, um, and even less time on this side, I, I, my life feels a whole lot different because I've, I've cultivated and created a life that I love that reflects who I am, that supports who I am, you know, so, so you have to be a, an active participant in that, yes. you know, I could easily sit back and go, this was done to me and this is what I was given. And there was nothing here that supported it, but, but I'm older now and, and I can choose and I can make a different choice. You can make a different choice. You don't have to keep eating that same stuff that you eat every day. You can feed yourself with this over here. That's right. Do what works for you. Yeah. I like that. And that's true. Cause like, I have to say in this past week, there's been a breath challenge. Have you ever seen those? No, like is it to your breath. Yeah. Um, someone else is doing a gratitude challenge. Someone else. Yeah, I see those all the time. Yeah, those are pretty common. But then mm. the other one was something else unique. It was like a, um, kind of akin to one of the yoga practices. It was like an intention challenge or something like that. I was mm. like, oh, what is that? But it's like, if it was any other week, I would totally sign up. <laughs> So that's the only thing I have to be careful with. And I recommend to everyone else, be careful, you know, just pick one. <laughs> Don't overwhelm yourself with the good either. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and when you need a break from it, take a break. You know, I, I went through this thing of unsubscribing from so many lists. I was like, this is just too much noise. I need not so many notifications going on. I need to step away for a little bit. Yeah. Sure. So what would be the top three takeaways um, from our conversation today? We talked about a whole lot of juicy stuff. <laughs> yeah, this was great. This yeah. was needed. <laughs> I hope everybody got something out of it because I got something out of it for sure. I always do. I, this, you know, I feel like this is accidental self-development talking to you mm -hmm. women, you know? So, um, but yeah, like what really stands out for you that you want our listeners and viewers to remember? The self-awareness piece is huge um, and everything that we said and practices and things that we shared, it, it, it's recognizing and being aware. Um, I think that's really, really huge to jumpstart any, any journey of any kind um, is being self-aware. Um, I really like what stood out to me was the abundance mindset. Um, the celebrating of others and seeing seeing each other more so as being interconnected rather than separate, you know, me and mine versus you and yours. Um, I think that's powerful. Um, what would you say? There's so much. I feel like, can I pick three? There's so many I know, I know. Um, the loving on yourself, the compassion, yeah, yeah. the compassion piece. I think I think that 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 for me is always something needed, um, especially especially you women who are out here really you know going after so much. It's it's such a pressure at times to to be that ambitious and do so many things, um, and I get that. So so that self compassion piece is really huge. 
being able to love yourself in the hard times, being able to give yourself permission to not have it all together. It's like one of my favorite things to say to myself. <laughs> I give myself permission not to have things all together. I give myself permission to feel lost right now. It is okay that I'm not sure what I'm doing. Um, and, and honestly, I posted this one time. Don't don't let anybody fool you. Like we none of us know exactly what we're doing. I mean, we may be at some some structured point where we we have things together, but we're all figuring things out. Yeah. I, remember, I remember I posted that and people were like, thank you for this. Thank you for saying this. I'm like, yeah, we're all, <laughs> what you mean? Like, just cause you see people doing well. One of my favorite YouTubers actually posted a video where she like lost, she had this whole thing going and she started losing things. And I was grateful that she told us about it. Yeah. Cause it can be so easy. Like, you know, you're strolling through and all these great photos and this part, it's okay not to have it all together. So yeah, that permission and that compassion. Yeah, I love it. Wow, time just flies. I feel like we've only talked 15 minutes. And I <laughs> Well, I knew I ran my mouth. <laughs> yeah. It was like- I love chatting. Yeah, I love it. I love everything you said and everything you shared. And those, yeah, those definitely would be the, the top takeaways for me too. I just want to thank you so much for, you know, taking the time out today to speak to my audience. Absolutely. And um, I'll make sure that your social media links are below and they can listen to your SoundCloud. Yeah. Absolutely. And subscribe to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, thank you so much and have an amazing and beautiful day. You too, huh? This is your life. This is your time. This is your life. This is your mind. This is your world. Yeah, I'm gonna live it, baby.